Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me for this week is Mitch. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good, man. Yourself? Yeah, good. We're recording live from the Gold Coast, not from the track. It got <laughs> rained out, otherwise we would have been there. No. Not from the track, but barely on the Gold Coast, to be honest, but hey. Wait, we're, uh, as far as I'm aware, we're on the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. The postcode's for Gold Coast. We're here. Um, had a pretty good just weekend. Just down the road. <laughs> yeah, it was one of, you know, good drive to the track. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, nice, easy yeah, it was a good weekend. It, it was good. Sunday was a bit of a... But I'm sure that'll come up pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into the Sunday. But no, yeah. how'd you find all like the support racing and stuff down at the Gold Coast? Like, It was actually really good the racing. Kumo like, racing. The Kumo touring cars were really good. Um, to be honest, I'd love to see a bigger field, which I know they do have in their normal season. Yeah, it was obviously it was a, it was a like late an... ring in. It was after the stadium super trucks got canned and they needed someone to oh, fill no. in. Yeah, I know, I know. We, we, everyone, people listening to this show know our thoughts on the stadium super trucks. Yeah, well, so it was a late call up and it wasn't a massive field, but they still put on a good show and they didn't hold back. It no. wasn't, especially and it was cool little to Jack see Smith. Jack Smith, mate, he is going to be one to look. I don't need, he is in super twos. He must be. I'm sure he is, yeah. So, obviously, you know, doing this because his car is like, I'm like, I've seen that car with a VF. On a, like the livery on a VF. Yeah, well, it's a Brad Jones prepared car. Hmm. Well, it was pretty much Brad Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he was just, he was, was a class, class above. It. Yeah, Ethan Tyler. Um, Everingham. Everingham. He was, he was really good. Unfortunately, he had a tangle with his upright failed after he got caught up in the Jack Smith and oh, I can't remember. It was in the golden yeah, black um, Commodore. Co. I can't remember. Like that was just what was written on the side of the card. I don't even remember who it was. But yeah, got caught up in that, and which led to I reckon that's what led to the upright failure. Yep. Um. Well, obviously, you know, Kumo series. They're not. They're not the richest teams in the world. If it looks okay, they're probably not going to replace it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can't really blame anyone. For and around that. the Gold Coast, it's a very unforgiving track. Oh yeah, you hit take a, those you hit a couple of curbs too many times, and upright failure is going to be one of the first things to happen. Mm. <laughs> But how funny was it? Like you look at like the Irwin Tools car, like that looked really schmick at the start oh, of the race a, weekend. It was a really well presented car, but ooh, not. By but the it was end good to that. see all the cars running like old liveries still, like yeah. most of them anyway. Yeah, that was really cool. Even if they had changed, like the better electrical one was like edge or something, edge yeah. construction. Yeah, but it was still very much in the same vein. Like they hadn't changed the logos to make them. Like they, it still looked like a better electrical logo. Mm. Like it, it, it looked. It was really good because cool. that's that's the, and the old, old better electrical VF. Oh, BF. Uh, BF. BF. BF Falcon. That's <laughs> yeah, old Lounsey one. Pretty sure that one Bathurst. Yeah, it did. And um, it was pretty cool to see the heritage, one of the heritage class out there, the old um, Perkins Commodore. The Perkins Commodore, yep. That was, that was pretty cool. Pretty um, cool to see. You could definitely tell he's not running the 85 like everyone else was. Yeah. So. <laughs> A bit of a different smell in the air when that one come past. But they were really good racing. I was probably most impressed with that. You had the Porsches there. They were really good again. That was really good racing. Um Moff had his little tangle. I still, yeah, so, I still don't really know what happened. I know it was a due to an incident between him and Wood on the chicane, um, is what started the altercation. But I really don't know what happened. So, if you guys weren't aware, James Moff had actually got suspended for the Sunday Porsche race. He wasn't allowed to compete in it after ha- a pleading guilty to physical contact of another driver in the pit lane. The the other driver, like not really defending. Um, off like you shouldn't be getting physical at all but apparently he's pleaded guilty to a verbal assault charge like verbal insult or something like that Mm -hmm. so he was i it by the sounds of it he was sort of maybe provoked 
Probably not the best reaction, though. No. We don't want to see people getting physical. But at the same time, it is not so bad to see a little bit of passion in it is good to see the passion but maybe don't (laughs) just dial it back a little bit yeah i don't even know if he punched him it could have because not like ingle didn't even run scafi over like he was wanted to he just pretended (laughs) just a little fake him out little fake (laughs) oh yeah but no that was really good the porsches once again and they're high pitched really loud they're loud in supercars they are well louder than supercars and i think that is partially due to the the high frequency sound but um yeah, they are so much louder than supercars. It's just like, well, we're not going to talk for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. That's essentially how that goes. Pretty much. And their first race being a 36, 32 laps. 36, 32, something like that. That was a good race to watch. Yeah, that was the last of their enduro. So they're doing a mini enduro. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was really good. Uh, Jackson Evans took out the championship for that. Yeah, he did after that race. So that was, that was good for him. That was good. McElroy Motorsport. Um, we had the Super Utes. I tried to defend them early on. They're getting hard to defend. This was probably some of the better racing I've seen in them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was a little bit more exciting. I think that's possibly due to the tightness of this track. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, they didn't branch out to like a big f- spread field. No, no. It, it, yeah, they did manage to keep it pretty compacted. There wasn't like, you know, two cars up the front, two mm. cars. Yeah. It was It was a bit better than normal, but I still don't... Days are numbered. Yeah. Especially with TCR coming in and um, Super 5000. Yeah, like, I, I'm actually really excited about Super 5000. I think that'll be a really cool series. Mm. Um, I'm just... waiting to see their calendar and see where they're going to tack onto a few more rounds that we might go to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll sort that out soon. Um, but, the yeah, the youths are just getting kind of hard to defend because they don't seem to make any improvements. The field's really not getting that much bigger. It's got a few more cars. I had a couple of extra cars this weekend. Yeah. But, like, you've got to think about it. All these teams that are putting money into making these new cars for a series that everyone's like, well, don't bother. I, I guess when I really think about it, like, right now, it, you could sort of liken it back to the early days of the U, V8 Utes. They weren't that exciting when they started, and the field was not very big. Mm. What and makes them exciting is you get 40 of them on the field. Yeah, and by the, you know, by the end of the V8 Utes, everyone, you know, a lot of the complaints were like, oh, it's such exciting racing. But it wasn't always that way. It's just what we remembered and what it built up to. So, I don't know. I guess I'm being a bit pessimistic right now. Utes could get better, but I was I hoping they'd them. get there before now. Yeah. Well, we've got one more round of them in Newcastle, I believe. So We'll be there for that one. So We'll let you guys know how that was. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we fun. might as well jump into these supercars, unless we've got any other real news. Nothing that we... Oh, the no. NASCAR. Well, the, let's just talk about the NASCAR. The NASCAR was pretty cool. Um, Scotty and Fabian, they seem, for, for exhibition laps, they're they a lot more excited than I thought they would be. And it wasn't put on excitement. You could tell they really were. They were genuinely excited like, to um, this is do cool this NASCAR, car. yeah. And apparently nobody took it to its 9,000 limit, but even, you know, it's still got a lot more in well, it. Well, you look at the onboard laps of Scotty doing it around on the Friday, there was a lot of like, and come around to a corner. Yeah, yeah. But it's... It was a really cool car to see on the track and, you know, it was said a million times at the track, that noise and like, yeah, when they, you could, I don't even know if he was full throttle, but even halfway through the reds, you're like, that thing is screaming. Yeah, it, it, it was really good. I took a video of it um, just to show people who maybe haven't seen the track or whatever, but, you know, I'll try and if I remember, I'll link the actual laps in the, from the Supercars website on the, um, in the show notes so you can check it out. Not really news either, but a little bit of an interesting story that came out of the moth thing. 
Apparently, the second Tim Edwards heard about it, they were making a short list of drivers, and mm. the driver that ended up on that short list was Shay Davies, who happens to live in Main Beach within minutes of the track. He was sent home to go grab his helmet and stuff. Yeah, that would have so been they interesting because they were well. He he ran the risk of being completely banned for the rest of the meeting. Yeah, exactly right, and um, and he just won the Saturday race. Yeah, which is crazy, uh, but it's it is a big risk because. It's not exactly like, oh, you've only done something wrong in this series. Like, it wasn't in the race. It was in the paddock. It was in the pit lane. It, yeah. It was, yeah, it wasn't. Um, was it in pit lane? No, nah, I think it was in their Park Ferme area, like in their support paddock. In their support oh, okay, yep. Paddock. But it was still within the precinct of the track. It's not like it's something he did within the race. Mm. So it, there, was a, there was a slight risk that they might say, no, nah, you're done altogether. You think Shay Davies would be in the best call up? I honestly think he was the closest and the most available. And, you know, being that uh, it, there was probably a lot of Super 2 drivers at the track, but they weren't racing that weekend. So there's half a chance that by the time they got the call, sorry, Tim, I've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> like there's there's a chance of that. And I think with what was available. A lot of the Super 2 drivers are like, oh, no, I was going to say they're not old enough to drink, but yeah. they are getting there. <laughs> they're getting there. We've yeah, lost yeah. all the really young teenagers coming through. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know. I think Shay, he's a pretty good driver. Like, I don't think anyone replacing Moff would have been the best solution because, you know. After what that, he did and how well. Moff has actually been driving really, really well. And that's not a track you want to jump into a race or, a, you know, just jump straight into a race because there was no practice left. No. It's like you're getting into a race car now. Yeah. No, well, no. Infor- unfortunately, it didn't eventuate through. But I just thought it was a little interesting thing that, you know, how quickly they're ready to jump on this sort yeah, of Yeah, get him out. Um, I just want to jump back into the NASCAR. Do you want to see a NASCAR race at the Gold Coast? I think it would be really cool. The chances of it actually happening, when you look at a NASCAR calendar, the turnaround they'd need, it'd be crazy. Because, um, you know, they say, oh, we get a lower tier drivers and stuff like that. But even they've got the crazy amount of turnaround. Mm. NASCAR, a lot of the time, you look at their calendar, it's back to back to back. To yeah, back yeah, it's like every weekend. They never stop. So it'd be cool to see, but the logistics of it, I think, would take a little bit longer than a year to figure out. Yeah, maybe give us a little exhibition race to like next year, bring six cars across. Yeah, just, just do that. And then 2020, yeah, put like, on a race. Well, I think what they need to do first is... 12 months is a short time to it's, like, yeah, it's, chuck it on everyone. Unless they've been talking about this and everyone's downplaying it. Yeah, that's true too. But um, yeah, just the turnaround, I think it'd be a bit hard and a, a really like big expectation. But give it an exhibition race and see what the reception is like before. Because mm-hmm. that's a massive commitment too. Oh, yeah. It's a huge commitment. We'd need a... Um, and would they want to play second fiddle? Well, that's the other thing too. NASCAR, bigger than Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Like... Yeah, would they? I don't know. It would be, I think it would be a little bit of a pissing competition between NASCAR and supercars. Mm. And then where are you going to put, like, they're not going to get put down the side streets like the Porsches and the Kumos. No, definitely. They're not going to want that. They're no. going to want, like, give me a proper grand stuff. Give me a proper. We need a garage. We need yeah, yeah, a garage. Exactly. But I think it'd be cool to see. Yeah, it would be good. I'm not holding my breath to see it next year, but maybe the year after. No, nah, no, nah, I really don't think it would happen. And, you know, Dick Johnson did say something at the track. He's like, a lot of the talk he seemed to think was a storm in a teacup 
and he kind of just said that we did it because the car was in the showroom. It had the right like right logos on it. It was right color, right logos. Let's take it out and have some fun. Yeah. And Ryan's story, he's pretty sure that he's what was he saying? He's pretty sure that um some of the drivers are going to want to take it out to QR now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, let's just let's get whether some, or not they're allowed to. Is yeah, honest. let's get some more laps. I think Penske will have the final say on that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, okay, you've already risked this car. Yeah, yeah, and that's another reason why they, we wouldn't have seen flat out laps. It's a riskiest track to even think about mm. binning something like that. Not that I think Scotty would have. I mean, no, nah, I don't think anyone would have binned it. No. Nah. All right. Well, let's jump over to. Um, we don't really need to talk too much about practice. Not much really happened in the practice. You had Nissans were quick. Yeah, pretty standard. Nissans are quick in practice. And, and then they fall off. All right. Um, <laughs> qualifying for race 26. Shane was really quick in the qualifying. Shane was... And that first qualifying session made me think Shane was going to be there this weekend the whole way. Cause just because every time his lap was beaten, it was one of those situations was like, Watch this. Yeah. Well, even on the Friday and, night, we are walking back from the track and I said, who do you think is going to get pole tomorrow? And yeah. And we both said Shane. Yeah, we both went with Shane. Especially after the Friday, like practice three is like a mini quality session. Yeah. And it was like, and even like with the uh, practice three and then the qualifying before the shootout, at the very end of it, Shane's like put out his lap. That was the best. Mm. And it was just like, it was one of those, it did seem like one of those situations of like, oh yeah, well watch this. And I think he could have been there if he didn't have that top 10. Yeah. Well, had. what about that crazy incident between Lowndes and, Lowndes and Stanaway? Stanaway? Uh, yeah, What's your thought it, on that? Because it was qualifying, I guess somebody's got to like, you know, because you've got to be a bit more aware. They are really, they crack down on you impeding anyone, not alone yeah, yeah, crushing exactly. them against the wall. So like with, with the crackdown on impeding, they can't do nothing about it. And I think it's a bit of, both guys' fault. Lounsey maybe shouldn't have been warming his tyres in such a weird, somewhat blind spot. And uh, but was Stanaway wasn't really on aware. a flyer? His lights weren't on. His lights weren't on. There was three other cars warming his tyres up. Lounsey had another car yeah, in front of him. That's that's where I mean, like, you know, like it's hard to blame anyone because there was so much going on on that one spot of the track. And you know, I guess Stanaway was trying to clear traffic, but there was no room. Mm. And I think, to be honest, uh, Stanaway, he seems he's coming across very arrogant this year. But the, when he was interviewed about that and the way he handled it, he sort of admitted that, yeah, okay, I went the wrong way around, but I thought this was happening. He took it pretty well and he did not throw blame. Yeah, no, that was good that, of him. That mildly impressed me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he took it pretty well. I couldn't it. believe the lounsy hate but that we got in the grandstand. That was crazy. Like the, the, the cheering when he got a... Pit lane. And got, when he got the five, oh, yeah, the five, five grid place penalty, yeah, our it. whole grandstand was sitting, just went up like, yeah, I'm like, hang on, guys, hang on. It's lousy. It wasn't Win Cup. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I understand. Yeah, boo Win Cup. You guys seem to do that anyway. But, <laughs> like, lousy. Yeah, it's like, but then the entire stand was cheering him the next day. Yeah, like, I know. Like, yeah, you got your top 10 shootout. And then when he was passing cars in the race, everyone was like, yeah, lousy. You hated him 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did not understand this crowd. No, no. Although I will give it to the dude behind us, old mate in his Penske shirt. He was consistent. Yeah, consistently. Hate, hate, hate. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I oh, seemed like a nice fella. <laughs> yeah, it was good. We had a bit of a chat to him when it was raining because we um 
stood up next to them because we were right at the front of the grandstand. Yeah, and that rain. It, while it wasn't super heavy, it was enough to ruin a racetrack and wet my pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep on this top 10 shootout now. Okay, cool. Bring up the results. All right, so first top 10 we've got. Well, the only top 10 that mattered. But. That's right. So the first, this is the one where we had James Courtney got a curb strike. Then Shane Van Gisbergen also got a curb strike. Which is crazy. Um, not often. But even... Shane, was, Shane, to be honest, watching that, I don't think he was going for pole. He was already two tenths down at the first sector. Yeah, he was already slower and that was surprising. But also the, um, the amount of curb strikes in the top 10 this year is different than normal. You know what I mean? There was a lot more. There was a lot more people pushing, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and then, you know, there's a few complaints up and down the lane from what I hear. Oh, stewards need to do something about this. Or, they say that every the year. Curbs. They say that every year. Yeah. Every time somebody gets... They, uh, you notice, they, I think they removed one of the big curbs that they had the last couple of years. They used to have the really big what, sleeping policeman curbs in the middle of the chicane, like over that curb. Ah, yeah. So, the, yeah, so yeah, if you do you go straight You can straight line it without destroying the car. Yeah. They obviously got rid of them. Yeah, which is fair enough because, like, okay, you miss you miss the corner, pay the price, but don't ruin your car. Oh. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> rip your front end off just because you, like, outbroke yourself, like, two yeah, metres. Yeah, exactly, because you were trying hard. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Caruso, he was up there in the top ten, six, but... Unfortunately, didn't... his car decided to drop a cylinder very early on <laughs> in the race. Drop a cylinder or four, man. That thing was slow. Oh, and it sounded bad. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Um, Fabian Coulthard had a good day on the sad day. Yeah, he had a good day qualifying Saturday. Yeah, the race the was team a bit horrible. strategy didn't work out for him. You can see why they did it to put Scotty ahead. Mm. Get so then you had points back in that. Reynolds in third. Jamie Wincup got second by two tenths down. That's that's a fair bit. Yeah, Scotty actually Scotty looked really re- dominant well, he, after he, that top ten. With that pole position, he wrapped up pole man of the year, whatever <laughs> we want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, armor all pole for the year. Got the ten thousand dollars to get the team drunk. Yeah, so that's for the boys. We're all gonna <laughs> go to the right pub. <laughs> yeah, well, they're the ones that you know presented you with the car, and he's been getting a thousand dollars each time. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Like, like, yeah, man, you probably don't need it anyway. I'm sure Penske's paying you pretty alright these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, in the race, um, all the co-drivers started except for Lowndes, which made it. Really exciting. Yeah, it was super cool to watch Lousy just carve the field up like he's 21 again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and watching that going, well, this is going to be great next year. When Lowndes is a co-driver and Wind Cup can sit there and go, look at this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care who starts the race. Either way, we're both going to belt you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, they'll be unstoppable. Like when they did the three-time Bathurst thing and they, it'll just go back to that. They, would, they will be unstoppable somewhat. Mm, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, it was really like, yeah, like I said, it was great to watch Lounsey, uh move up through the field. It's just great to watch Lounsey just, just, just get up. Ever since his retirement announcement, he's just been getting up there. But he's been doing so well since he retired. Like Larko said to him, maybe you should just retire every year. Yeah, I, th- I honestly think it's a... He should do a, a Shane Van Gisbergen and come back like, <laughs> oh, I'm not doing it. I'm going to kill another year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, now I'm just going to drive for ProDrive. Like... <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe because he's taking Frosty's seat. Like, <laughs> Maybe you go drive for, wet, for fucking Techno too. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. That's not... That won't happen. But I wish he'd just come back like, nah, I decided, you know. I think I think part of it is uh, making the announcement. He would have known for a little while that he wanted to make it. He's taking a lot of stress off himself, a lot of pressure off himself. But at the same time, put a bit of pressure on like, this is your last shot, mate. Yeah. 
Um, but he seems to be handling it like really, the media really well. attention. Like to be honest, this was the first round that I've seen since the announcement. Granted, this is only the second round I've actually been at since he made the announcement. We were at and the, the, one we were made at, the, the one where he made the announcement, it was just like I think everyone was in shock. And then was there was surreal. like didn't every weird. red, every lounsy thing pretty much sold out merchandise. Everyone was wearing those bright yellow tropical yeah, yeah, lounsy yeah, shirts. Yeah, yeah. This race, there was yeah, there was a few people wearing. Like lounge gear, but no more than no more than normal. No more than normal. Which, when you seen at Bathurst, there was heaps of it. Yeah, well, I had a um, just just a little bit off topic. A mate from work went to Bath, and he said for those last ten laps of that race, every time he went past, people were just going mental, absolutely mental for him. They were loving it. Like, yeah, he said if it was, it didn't care, matter. Nissan flags, Ford flags, Holden flags. As soon as Lounsey turns up, they're screaming. Those flags were waving. Yeah, it doesn't matter. People were just so happy to see him win because it's... It was great. It was The great. thing that I got annoyed, I was like very close to buying the... Back to off-topic stuff, but anyways, this whole podcast is off-topic stuff. Um, <laughs> there was the Lounsey's Magnificent Seven or something like that. There was a, his seven wins at Bathurst. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it was yeah. an official memorabilia by Supercars and Triple Eight. And they're like, you know, commemorate Lounsey's last Bathurst win. I'm like... No, no, no! Not his last. It's his latest Bathurst yeah, win. He's still he's got one more to go. He's teaming up with like Win Cup or Chain. Could be possible. You know, he, could he's go to both. Be in, a, in one of the. But either way, he's going to be in a race winning position again. He's probably going to get nine or ten wins. Good chance he's going to be at the pointy end of the field. Like, so I'm not buying one until Lounsey goes. No, no, I'm retiring I'm dumb, from co driving. I reckon that'll be a good four or five years away. And then I'll buy his magnificent eleven. Yeah, depending. I guess. Like, the first year will be very telling, and I think they'll be successful. It's hard to see them, not really. But um, it'll be very telling, and it'll sort of, if it goes really well, I could see him continuing on for years to come. If it's not so flash, maybe we'll get a couple out of him. Yeah, it's going to be to see, next year will be interesting to see how he goes after not being in a car all year. Yeah, that's another thing too, is like, oh, he's doing so well against the co-drivers, Like, but he's, like, just even in the last six months, he's got... So much more exposure to driving that car mm. than the co-drivers. So there, there's things to consider. But, but those it, co-drivers have had three races. Yeah, exactly. Three back-to-back races now. They've had so, Sandown, so Bathurst. There is that too. It's a difficult track. There's, there's a lot of things to consider. But fact is, he's he's going to be he's going to have that edge on them. Yeah. He will have an edge regardless. Anyway, back to the race on the Saturday. Will Brown put it in the wall right at the perfect time for Lounsey to get his safety car. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's a bit like Bath is a bit fairy tale. Thank you, Erebus, again. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it was just like it because they were even saying you could see it, and we were talking about it at the track. It's like something needs to happen, otherwise, Lounsey's strategy is just not going to work. Mm. Richo's going to be in the car at the wrong time. And then two seconds later, Will Brown's in the wall. That Erebus was. All kinds of messed up. Oh, it was a big hit. It was And massive. you know what was worse? He had to watch the... Un- he spun around. He field. watched the whole field come at him. And then, and then bloody... Do you see the footage of when he seen um, Owen coming? Yeah, his, his eyes, eyes like, like lit up like, he, oh crap. He knew that one was coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, hands went up. You know this thing I was thinking? Second time that that day that that bloody rebel... Rebel. Was it? Rebel, rebel Club. Rebel Club car went the wrong way around a car... Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, oh, the wrong way again. At least it was a different driver this time. But same car. Same car. And even in a very similar position, tried to squeeze it between a car and a wall. I mean, he did come out of that corner with a lot more pace. I, those yeah, yellow yeah. flags were waving, but... Yeah, he came out of that corner a lot faster than everyone else. And when he went through there, all he did was just 
pluck the right end, like pluck yeah, the wheel off it. Picked the wheel off and kept going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, that brought out the safety car, which then in turn allowed Lowndes to get out of the car, put Richo back in the car. Obviously, everyone else hadn't done a then No one else did a, like a driver change. It's literally like Lowndes got the chance to undo that penalty and start the race again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because then he put Richo in the car. And Richo, Richo was still good. Like he Richo did his still job kept perfectly. He's he's gonna be a good pickup for someone next year if they're looking for a co-driver. Mm. Uh, Richo's been doing the co-driver thing for a little while now, and I think it's only in the last two years he's really come into his stride. He's with it. the most successful Bathurst driver in the last four or five years. Yeah, yeah, he's just really come into his stride in the last couple of years with his co-driving. Um, something that was really interesting with the pits was what Team Penske did. Ah, the short fill? Yeah. They short filled Fabian. They 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 pretty much pulled him out of the As soon as Scotty was coming in. They pulled the they pulled the hose and like, pulled him off you go, you're like, We are not worrying about you. Yeah, it was very much a sacrifice, but from a team point of view You know why he did that. You did can it. see why they did it and they kind of had to do it. There was no way for a because of what happened to Prema um early on where he got yeah, he got... Oh, we didn't even talk about that. We sort of got punted a little bit by Dumbrell. Punted, racing accident. They I were, think more of a racing incident. They were going side by side a couple of corners before that, and I think that's why they put it down as a racing incident. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not like Paul came out of nowhere. Yeah. He was there the whole time. And yeah, maybe there could have been more room given by either driver. Whatever. It doesn't matter because it happened. And I, I didn't see the need for a penalty anyway, and there wasn't. Um so, yeah, once that happened, they kind of had to do the thing with Fabian to get Scotty the points gap. Yeah, because Scotty thought that that was done. Like once he got spanned... Oh, yeah, you could see his face. Man. Yeah, he, he, was, like, he was not happy. <laughs> he did a very good job in the interview not to just... Just lose it. Lose it and just tell Petey where to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, once that happened, I think uh, Penske sort of had no choice but to do what they did. And in the pit stops this weekend... Triple Eight, oh, which is not Triple Eight the car, but Triple Eight at Race Engineering, Red Bull Racing, Holden, whatever. Yeah, they, a few bad calls, a bit of sloppy work, and well, the first one was that was PD. that was pure PD's problem. He he stalled the car, had already been told to go, and then as soon as he got the car going, they're like, wait, 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 but he already he'd gone. already gone. Race car mentality, was straight like, to the side. Got to make up that time. Straight into the side of Moffat, was it driving? Moffat, it was Moffat oh, driving. Moffat driving. Yeah, that's true. Uh, luckily, it didn't cause any damage for either car. Mm. Did lead to a pit lane penalty. And then, then when, no, what's his name? SVG. Then SVG's car, Bamba, got, he got told to go, but it was so close to the Nissan that Kelly, or it was Jacobson actually, was driving it, had yeah. to back off the accelerator and let him in. You'd, to avoid an accident. To <laughs> avoid being hit, yeah, hitting someone. So obviously, that's an unsafe release as well. And once again, our whole grandstand went up cheering for that. Although... Um, to be honest, that the the call for those pit lane penalties to come out did take a long took time. Took a long time. I'm like, as soon as you get investigated for a pit lane infringement, you're like, just give them the drive through because I've never seen anyone get let get, off. Except for Brad Jones, they didn't get nothing for no, losing they did. a wheel. No, they did. They did. That come out two laps later because oh, then okay. yeah, when Ash Walsh lost the wheel and a brake and yeah, yep, yep. whole thing snapped it was when it dropped on it. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, lost the wheel and it dropped on the brake disc and then just popped it off. Yeah. <laughs> that was just very odd. They actually went two laps down to repair that. At least they could push the car back. Good job back. to repair it, though. Um, like, I don't know, sometimes you lose a brake disc, you start going, we're going to get this thing going again. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else is broken? Yeah, so, I know. But um, No, they got it going again, which was good to see. You know, just get it out there and get them finished lapping. But, 
And then pretty much through the rest of the race, it was really good racing between everyone. Lounsey was managing to get his way up through the field again. Got yeah, stuck yeah. behind Courtney right at the end of that, the race again. And like Courtney's just someone that just... He's a hard man to pass. Yeah, he just does not... He won't let you He'll pass. race tough and he races fair. He's not really doing anything he's dirty. Not dirty. He's not a dirty racer. He's just a tough racer. and he's, I guess that's what you want to see. You don't want to, you know, I think well, Reynolds learned his lesson after his uh, little letting Shane by at the start of the year. Yeah. He copped enough shit from everyone for that. Yeah, he did. And you don't really like to see that in racing. You want to see him fight, you know, even if, unless, you know, there's good reason for it. Like technically we're not racing him because of strategy and stuff like that. But Yeah, it's actually a really good weekend for um, Tickford. It they really had three was. cars in the top ten. Three cars in the top ten. Mostert got a win. <coughs> yeah. Or Mostert That's his, and Moff. Mostert and Moff got their first win, which is the first win in 12 months. Their last win was here at, at Surfers. The Saturday at Surfers, yeah. 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 In During the, rain. the rain. And, yeah, so it was it was a really good show. And I'm I'm a bit of a Mostert fan anyways. Mm. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, back in the day, Tickford was my team, or back when it was called FPR. It's just... It's so hard to stay positive for him lately. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it is hard. I don't, you'll get there, mate. You'll get there. You're going to get the Mustangs next year and, you know, yeah. we'll see how well, they that's, go. That's kind of what my hope is for them because I do want to see them get back up. It's kind of sad to see such a team that were at a... They were at, really at the pointy and they were leading the field at one point mm-hmm. when you go back in the years and they've fallen so far and it's just... It's no wonder Winterbottom's talking, you know, there's talk of Winterbottom wanting to leave and stuff like that. He's never driven another car before. He's been the Ford man. Yeah. Which is, it'll be weird to see. My old man, he's not happy about it. Oh, I <laughs> know. Yeah, I imagine your old man would be like. Not at all. He's like, nah, he's done. Dead to me. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's probably not even his choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But, no, nah, it'd be good to see him get back up. And uh, my, my hope is, quietly, that they're spending more of their effort developing that Mustang than... Because this season, they're never, like, realistically, this season's not a non-event. A non-event, yeah. Yeah, so you're best to put your efforts This season's a non-event if you're not a whole uh, Red Bull Racing and... And and Penske. And Penske, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, this Sunday race, the qualifying was all right, but, you know, it's really hard to talk about the race when it just got rained out, and it's it's null. It didn't happen. Yeah, you could talk, we could talk about the top 10. It was a really good top 10. Again, a couple of curb strikes and that. I think Wincup. Wincup got one and Scotty McLaughlin got one. Which yeah. one? Everyone cheered for Wincup getting one. <laughs> yeah. No one cheered for Scotty getting one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, which is, well, where are all the fucking, where are the Holland fans from the Bathurst podium gone then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Still at Bathurst celebrating Lounsey's win. <laughs> but yeah, just, and you know, to see those top guys get curb strikes and, you know, pretty much red flag laps or whatever you want to call it. Laps that just don't count for shit. Yeah. It just shows how hard the pointy end of the field is pushing. Oh, it is. You're Man. pushing so hard to get... And, like, we don't know if they skip the curb by a millimetre or an inch. It's just... Mm. It would have been nothing in it. Yeah, it would have been line ball. It would have just been, like, I was an extra two centimetres over. Yeah, like, in their minds, they're probably like, just do what I did yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think Shane went a little bit soft... In the top ten shootout, yeah, still he, come home second, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think he did. Second or third? No, third? One down. Uh, yeah, second because Reynolds said nah, that third. Mustard. Ah, uh, that's right. Reynolds said that really good lap early on. Yeah, he did another Erebus thing where they come through. And yeah, it was. But I think the track was much slower. I think there was a bit of rain overnight because there it was a lot a less, bit of. There was a off. lot less rubber on the road, 
and Especially the track from where did we were seem slower on Sunday. Mm. The times were probably two tenths off, I think. Now, all right. So Sunday, we uh, everyone knew that this storm was coming. I knew this storm was coming ten mm. days ago when I was in Darwin. Yeah, and we were talking about it. We spent um, a week and a half of raining every day leading up to the race. Almost. Yeah, it didn't stop raining until I came picked you up from the airport. It was the first day without rain. What was that Thursday, Friday, Friday morning? Yeah, Friday morning. Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a long day. That one. Yeah, yeah. It was. Get in at five in the morning. Drive straight down to surfers. Get yeah. our get our room. Go straight to the track. <laughs> yeah, there was there was pretty much no sleep that day. Oh, at least it was only mid strength. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, if races, I couldn't do that if I was a racer. I'd have to get in the day before, get a good sleep, go through. That's why I'm not a racer. Jetstar's fault. Anyway, it is Jetstar's fault. Move the race plane from Thursday to Friday. Um. So, yeah, we all knew this rain was coming. Everyone knew. Yep. Should we have started the race at 1 o'clock? I think... Or should we start it at, like, oh, look, we're going to do the race at 12 o'clock today? I can see... Yeah, I can see the argument for that. I can see where it would upset a lot of support categories, but, like, the reason you're here is the supercars. And, yeah, You could okay, have shuffled let's... the super utes yeah, exactly. and go, all right, let's hope we're going to move the supercars forward. We're going to put super utes and kumos after that. If it's and if, it, and if it's raining, well, oh, well. somebody's race was getting cancelled anyway. Yeah. I think, yeah, they need a bit of flexibility and just, just look ahead because you could just watch the radar for the two hours before it happened. It was coming from like out west and you could just see this massive band. It was two of bands of rain coming and they ended up joining by the time they got to us. Yeah, and they just, it just never stopped. It never looked like it was getting lighter and it just kept coming. Like, like yeah, they could have gone at one o'clock Okay, let's reshuffle this schedule. I was a bit... Yeah, I think that. But I was surprised at how much darker it looked on TV and their photos they put up on their website compared to, like, sitting in the grandstand. I'm looking at this going to Mitch going, this is not Darwin rain. <laughs> like, no, it definitely wasn't Darwin rain. And, you, but you, know, you can't I race I lived there for long enough to know what Darwin rain is. You can't is. race in Darwin rain. You can't even drive in Darwin rain. Yeah, you pull over on the side of the fucking road. But the... Um, but the the track did like there, oh, were there was a forward. lot of standing water, especially where we, we were, were sitting. sitting. Yeah, man. When the safety car went through that, it was like watching it break through a wake. Mm. It was crazy. So you can see why they didn't want race cars out there. And but when they sent them back out, that was just a joke. That was a joke. They shouldn't have done that. It <laughs> was too it dark. I think I got a message from a mate up in Darwin. He's like, "Hey, five minutes." I'm like, "Yeah, man, this race ain't restarting." And then they did a few laps under safety car, safety car, and yeah, called it. Yeah. And then we were sitting in the grandstands and everyone's like, they're not restarting this because we're looking at the time. You've got, you've got 20 minutes or half an hour before it's time certain. Yeah, exactly. You know the dumb thing? After about five o'clock, rain cleared off. Oh, yeah, dude. By the time we got back to the hotel. By like, the time they called the race. By the time like, I got back inside, <laughs> yeah, it stopped raining. <laughs> yeah, it, it cleared up pretty quick. And, and then what we do? As so you go back to the hotel after being in the rain, go for a swim. Oh, well, I was already wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Um, I can understand why they couldn't they couldn't just hold the race off and go, we'll go later because, you know, it's just... You can't hold track. the race off, but I'm surely... We're on Foxtel now. Was I don't even know. Was this shown on free-to-air? Uh, yeah, it was, actually. Yeah. It was on Channel 10. Oh, Channel 10 can just... They're not in any position to barter for anything. They're, like, lucky to get what they get. <laughs> so, surely we should just be like, no, pushing the race forward, two hours, and let's go. Yeah, yeah, just get it. Like, get it happening because it would have been so much more satisfying to get an actual result, a real podium. Like, when they presented Richard Lounds the Enduro Cup, like, 
in the pit, in the pit lane. There you go, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cheers. I know they weren't allowed to go outside because we were sitting in the grandstands and they had on the big screen TVs. There was like, a lot of lightning. You know, there's a storm warning, lightning, strong winds, and hail, hail. approaching. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. please take cover if not in covered area. So they, and as soon as they came up after they called it, all the TV crew guys are gone, so they can't in their right mind to go. Go up on the podium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can understand why. It just it's kind of It was lame. just really weird. Yeah, it was just like standing in the pits like... And then this brand of champagne, like, I'm sure whoever's toolbox that was is really fucking happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, yeah, great. Thank you for that. Thanks, mate. Um, but, you know, it's lousy, so who's going to complain? Unless it was Richo that sprayed it. <laughs> God damn it, Richo. <laughs> well, that pretty much summed up that. Is this an event that I'd go back to? Yeah. I live here, so it's pretty easy. To yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely come back again. Maybe next year. We'll see how it all goes. Now. We've got to make our plan for next year first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We've got the calendar. Um, The next biggest thing that happened this weekend, the US Grand Prix. Now, we did our Facebook Live on the Saturday. So it's going to be done by Hamilton. It's going to be done by Hamilton. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm really happy with how this race ended. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Now... So, Vettel got a five-grid place penalty um, coming into the thing for failing to slow under yellows on the practice on Friday. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And then I thought, well, you know, even if he qualifies first and Hamilton qualifies second, then... He's still going to be starting in fifth, fifth or sixth or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't see it was going to happen, and I didn't see Mercedes not winning. This is the first time that in the hybrid turbo era that Mercedes has not won the, the US Grand Prix. Yeah, exactly right, and... Um, yeah, just, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Like after reading, you got the penalty and seeing the qualifying results and stuff. You're like, ah, oh, it's going to be the Mercedes show. It's mm. pretty standard. And you know, I'm sure at least one of the Red Bulls will be coming up behind the Ferraris. And, and the other Red Bulls probably going to shit an engine somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit. Sucks so, well, let's cap it off. Let's start of the race. Kimi Rakuten made up a position on the first lap. <laughs> For the first, first time, time since Abu Dhabi 2000 and... Like 30-something something. races. It was something, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like... well, And what a position to make up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it, got it into first. That was crazy. And like, we obviously crashed out after a few bevies in the pool. Um, but I woke up around 4.30, not long after the race had actually started. And it was about 12 laps in and Kimmy's out the front. I was like, oh, must be a pit thing. Some weird strategy going on here. There's no way Kimmy's actually leading this race. And I kept watching it. It was like, oh, shit. He's he's winning this race. Yeah. He's, he he he'd, was legit winning it. And he was doing it. He'd with, done an amazing It was job. a genuine win. It was a genuine win because uh, there was the virtual safety car, which... Ferrari copped a lot of flag from the commentators. So that team. the virtual safety car was brought on by Dana Ricciardo's car just, uh, yeah, just, just coming to up. an end it just, just gave, gave up. up yep um that caused ricardo to be very unhappy with his car he flipped it off yeah <laughs> as he walked away he just boom, i don't blame him at this point man i like, i'd i'd be more than flipping and he that was, car off to tell you he was like honest. running up in fourth yeah yeah so he, he was, was running behind really the two well. there was what kimmy the two mercedes well the um the rebels had pace they had good pace yeah they were really they were in contention. Like Ricardo, you think about the results at how it happened. Ricardo would have been where Verstappen was. Where Verstappen was. Yep, definitely. And um, yeah. So yeah, there was a virtual safety car, which then Ferrari copped a lot of heat for for not pitting Raikkonen so much. And to be honest, um, it seemed through a bit of the radio chatter that 
Raikkonen was questioning that call himself. Yeah. But he did an amazing job to keep Hamilton behind him until he pitted. So, you know, to keep that track position and just, you know, have Hamilton cook his tires and do what he needs to do to keep out ahead of him. And Kiri just did a really, really good job this weekend. Oh, fantastic. And a really good strategy. And how good was the psych out? Oh, yeah, man. He, he died for the pits like, dang. <laughs> yeah. It didn't entirely work because they always said to Hamilton, do the opposite of Kimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe if he went in there and then... <laughs> yeah. Boom, yeah. <laughs> but either way, it was still... But then that would have put him on the same strategy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Kimmy and well, Ferrari wanted Ferrari wanted it to go the way it did. They wanted Mercedes to stop and them not Yeah, to. but I'm, I agree with you 100% how much that the hate that they got. Like, we watched the race again last night just to... So we knew what we were Recap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The amount of times that Brundle and Crofty were like, oh, this is playing perfectly into Mercedes' hands, right? They had to do so many laps because the safety car came out before the actual pit window really opened. Yeah, yeah. You were never going to make it from when the virtual safety car came out. Mm. And um, then to have him, like, obviously, he got cooked behind Kimmy. Yep. Then... He, he just—he never got—he never got a distance away from anyone to really get into a calm drive. Mm. And I think by the end of it, they were talking about his tires blistering, and and he got caught up with Max, which played into Kimmy's hands again because Max had some pace about him. I and think, we all I know what happened last year. Well, you know, Max is. <laughs> well, one thing much... that did make me laugh is Hamilton gave Max so much space, like and three this car is, width space. This is a smart move by Hamilton because you got to give Max space because he's not gonna, you know, yeah. it's Max. He, he gave didn't pass him so on the much space. Of turn seventeen this year. He passed <laughs> yeah. on the outside. He gave him so much space that he put himself in the dirt and went off track. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he had to give Max that space, otherwise, because oh, to be honest, there was a little part of me hoping there was an accident happening. But um, if if Max had have taken out Hamilton, that would have blown this championship wide open. Oh yeah. Well, it pretty much now comes down to Vettel winning. Vettel's got to win next race, and I think. We need Mercedes need a DNF for Vettel to do this. Yeah, yeah. Like realistically, because Mercedes, even with penalties and drive-throughs, Mercedes have that much pace that and Hamilton still makes drive it through up. The field. He just makes it up, and everybody just gets out of his way too, because they they know that they can't race him, so they don't mm. they don't bother because we're not racing Formula One. We're in the one point five. Yeah, <laughs> Hulkenberg won that race. Yeah. <laughs> How funny was the cool down room? Yeah, that was pretty funny, Kimmy. So you win the championship? Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he, he would have. No, I don't know if he, he would have wrapped it Max. up. He had to pass Max. Yeah, but then also because then Kimmy, uh, not Kimmy, then Vettel passed Bottas uh, yes, towards Vettel the end did. as well. He passed Bottas on the last lap, I think it was. Yeah. Which. Because Bottas just, he was defending hard. Yeah, and he, he was. He cooked it into one of the turns and just went worldwide. Well, yeah, uh, I think Vettel got past him through Bottas defending too hard. Mm. He outbraked himself. Yeah, it was um, it was a good recovery drive from Vettel, which is like second race in a row, third time this season that we've seen the car go around at the start of. Yeah, he's got he's got to be getting over um trying to make up position and stuff like that, and a lot of not a lot, a few of the things that have happened to Vettel this year are somewhat his own fault, Mm. desperation moves, and things like that. But yes. It was good. It was a good race. It was good to see Kimi win first time since Australia. T- uh, two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Yep. First time since his second year back in the sport, and 
like while it's still very much Hamilton's championship, it's nice to see it go another round. Yeah, it is because it kind of it takes a little bit away from the racing. The same as when it's sorted. though. and that's I'm I, I don't know where I want this championship with supercars to end. Really, I I'm not that big of a I, I'm not you know too fussed either way. But I'm just glad it's coming down. It's going to come down to Newcastle, it's going to come down to Newcastle where I'm going to be. Yeah, <laughs> but again. I'm yeah, either exactly. going to be really happy or just be like, it's just another year. <laughs> <laughs> or like you were last year on Saturday. Bit quiet this afternoon, buddy. <laughs> that year was, yeah, man. I thought we were done. Scotty threw that away. Yeah. And we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see if we can get our mate on the line. Oh, JD. Hey mate, how's it going? Yeah, good. Um, we're already live into recording, so you're on the air. Okay. <laughs> what was your um thoughts? How did you? Oh, okay, well it, that's fine. Good timing, bro. Um, how how do you like the V8s this weekend? Yeah, mate, you didn't fly three thousand k's to do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, but at least it does bring the like we just spoke two seconds ago about does bring the championship down to Newcastle, really. Well, yeah, I guess we've still got um, Tasmania, uh, not Tasmania, but New Auckland. Zealand. New Zealand, yeah, it's basically like Tasmania. It's like a little Australian state. Yeah, a little bit further. <laughs> <laughs> we just claim, you know, all these big drivers that are over in uh, Australia at the moment. They're all Australians, aren't they? Pretty much, I think. Yeah, Shane, much. Shane, SVG's yeah. Aussie, isn't he? <laughs> as Aussie as McLaughlin is, right? <laughs> well, what? How how good was the Formula One, mate? With Kimi picking up his first win in like forever. Yeah, that was a that was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Um, didn't think I'd see it happen this year, or, or for the rest of his career. And after so many years of not winning, it was uh, that was a pretty cool thing to see. I was really happy when I woke up on Monday morning, saw the results that Hamilton didn't win, and you didn't get a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, neither did either one of us, I'm but... I'm on a drought, mate. I'm on a drought. Oh, it's... Even when, even when I try to poach a point... You're going to throw the championship away, JD. <laughs> What's that? You're throwing this championship away, mate. I uh, know. I was, I was gentleman-like in the middle, and I shouldn't have been. I should have been playing the long game for the end, and uh, I threw away a few points in the, in the middle where I should have been banking a couple more. Oh, mate, either than I did. I, I, cocky. I, I got cocky. Yeah, I made yeah. some pretty bad calls. There was, you know... Next year, next year, mate. We'll get up there. Um, well, we've... I don't think our success rate's real good anymore. No, no, it's, it's gone horrible. Perfectly. I was like, smashing it out of the park. I'm like, I should start betting money after winning that bet. That's the problem. You've thought about money, man. <laughs> I can make money off this. That's when it stops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, I didn't invest any. I didn't get that confident. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're pretty much up to the end of the show where we're doing our tips. So that's why I got you on the phone because I didn't want to do tips and then win the championship on this. Yeah, yeah. So I do some tips while I'm not there, just so you get a whole uh, whole chance without me. Eh? Well, that's that's why you're on the phone, mate. So you look, you're here. Michael paid me to do your picks for you, bro. Uh, Blanchard. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll just take the zero now, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we're coming up to Pukekohe And we've got the Mexican Grand Prix Okay So I'll let you go first uh, so, Well, where, which one do you want us to do first? Do we do Mexico? Or Let's do Mexico uh, Mexico? Um, I'm gonna go Vettel Yeah Yep, damn it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's a good pick Um. Well, I was wanting Vettel. You know what? I'm going to go Max. I think Red Bulls are not too bad in Mexico. Yeah, and provided he doesn't... Admittedly, he's not going to battle with his teammate either, is he? No. That, that's really unlikely. <laughs> no. Well, how bad was that? With another engine, a DNF, and then he put his hot, put, put his fist through the wall. I know, I know. He's a bit of frustration boiling over with uh, Mr. Ricardo, but I can completely understand. He's only got a couple of more races left. And then he doesn't have to worry about those silly Red Bulls. Yeah, interesting about that. Um, they're not going to let him do the test either. That was, I guess, foreseeable, but a bit of a shame as well. Mm. Oh, well. All right, so we've got our... Or did you want to jump in on a tip? I mean, For the F1? For the F1, yeah. Yeah, go on. Go on. You can't choose Max and you can't choose Vettel. Probably just going to have to go with Hamilton, to be honest. All right, Mitch is going to ruin the party and go Hamilton. <laughs> Well, I could go Bottas, but he'll probably be told to get out of the way. I went Bottas last round thinking that, you know, maybe if they're going a one-two, they'll just let him go. <laughs> let Bottas with as if. Either way, it doesn't matter. All right, so bitch is going Hamilton. Let's go Pukakoi. Pukakoi, do you want to go first to this one, Michael? Seems I went first to last one. Yeah, I'm going to go Shane. Yep, I think that's a pretty good choice as well. Um, well, I, look, I've got to go with his opponent, don't I? I really, um, I think they're going to be throwing everything they can at it at the moment. Well, he's got Shelby, the championship lead now. Scotty. Yeah, I think um, I'll, I'll, I'll lock in Scotty. Scotty, Mitch. I'm, I'd, I'd have to say Scotty too. Like, can't. He's already picked him. Well, but then it's the not like I'm part of your championship. Down to the last uh, round of the year, and I'm a point ahead. I'm just going to take whoever Michael picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good plan. Well, it just... yeah, it doesn't matter if I don't get a point. He won't get a point either. Yeah, yeah. JD wins by half a point. <laughs> Isn't that where Scotty picked up his first win? He always performs pretty well there too. So that's kind of where I'm basing my opinion. All right, you both can go, Scotty. <laughs> well, you know Reynolds is also up there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, good point. Good point. Reynolds, uh, you can't even like call him the dark horse anymore. Up. Nah, he's not a dark horse. He's now like... He's just good. <laughs> he's just, yeah. I think what Erebus really need to do is get their consistency throughout the year and then they'll be a real threat. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So no. we've done our tips. Well, mate, I'll be back in Darwin Thursday. So we'll catch up. Okay. I'll pop around for a yeah, beer. We'll catch up for a beer or something. Because we gotta go. Because we got new gear for go karting. Yes, I've bought all the gear. Um, no, no, no. But we just—it's not a secret now. You just talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, we got a new racing car driver on our hands here, so he could get a little precious. But be careful, Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I lived with him. I know how it is. (laughs) Yeah, well, we went up to the. 
There's a racetrack, like a supercar driver training course around the corner from where Mitch lives. Paul Morris's joint. Uh, it, yep. Paul Morris is, um, you know, the Norwell Motorplex. I can't even remember what they call it now. The super school thing they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we just went in there and I was like, all right, I need a race suit. I was like, I just need to try some stuff on. And then I tried on a race suit and I was like, yep, now I need boots. And the guy wasn't really super helpful until I started saying, all right, we'll put that on the table. We'll put this on the table. And he's like, oh, shit, you're actually buying. You yeah, okay? Yeah. Walked out with a race suit, boots, gloves, helmet, visor, helmet bag. And the guy was pretty happy to make a very easy sale. Beauty. So, Beauty. all Sparko, mate. Do you all Sparko. Go there or not? Yeah, well, yeah, there's. You a... want to sit on the fence? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he could have been more helpful. He could. At the start, he could when have been more helpful. When we got there, he could have been more helpful. Once he realised that money was gonna be spent, yeah. Once he realised that I was like, yeah, I'm it. actually spending money there, then he was very helpful. But it was at the start uh, where I was like, I've just bought a go kart and I've never done this. And he's like, oh, karting yeah. stuff's over there. I'm like, that's not what I needed. But yeah, no, once once he realized that I was actually buying, he helped out. And it was really good. And it, it, they've got a lot of stuff there. So a free plug to them. All right, mate. Well, I'll let you go. We've got a, we've got a barbecue to do now. We're roasting chicken up here or down here, wherever we are. Uh, okay. I've got some ribs on the smoker. I should send you the photo. Yeah. You sh- done. All right. You do that. <laughs> we'll um go get the barbecue fired up and we'll get this chicken on there. And we'll finish up the show. So catch you later, mate. Take care, guys. See you, All right, well, there you go. That was good to catch up with JD for a little bit. Yeah, always good to catch up with JD. Um, so we've got all our bets in. Oh, t- tips in. Not bets. <laughs> Not bets. There's no money going around this room. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, that is us done and dusted for this week. Thank you very much for joining us. If you have anything you want to write in, um, shoot it through to breakinglate at gmail.com. You can hit up our website, breakinglate.com, or you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash late. Um, we do respond. We do have a couple of stubby callers left over, but I think you need to go to JD's workshop to buy them. Otherwise, I can post them out to you if you email through and get in contact with us on Facebook or whatever. Um, if you do buy any of them, we really appreciate it if they do help out the show. It just sort of covers just the, basically just so we can keep doing the show, really. It's not not too much, but it's just a little bit and it helps. Not a profit, just trying to help out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Make things a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, anyway, thank you for joining us and we'll catch you, is it is it next week or a week after? Uh, nine days from today. Nine days from now. So not next week, the week after that, we'll have another episode out. Sweet. So catch you guys later. See ya. Bye. <laughs>